It's your call. It's up to you. You're in charge of the show, dude. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of 4.30 in the afternoon. Is it afternoon today? A little unorthodox. uh, Yeah. A little different recording time for us today. We're getting this one in before work (laughs) on a Friday. So that's going to be interesting. It'll it'll go good. It'll go good. I don't even know what episode this is. Episode 48? This is episode 48. 48? Okay. Hope you guys listened to our uh, 9-11 special last week. Yeah. It was a little bit different of an episode, but we felt we had to talk about it. Definitely. But we're back to the usual nonsense today, aren't we? Back on our bullshit. Yeah. uh, It wasn't a great week for the listeners, but... It was it, what it was. It will. It'll get better. Yeah. Anyways, you got any news today, sir? Yeah, I have two news stories. Okay. So this is from uh, ampfreep.com. Okay. Uh, Detroit Free Press. Father files $1 million lawsuit after daughter's haircut by a Michigan teacher. Mount Pleasant, Michigan. The father of a seven-year-old Michigan girl whose hair was cut by a teacher without parents' permission has filed a $1 million lawsuit against the school district, a librarian, and a teacher's assistant. Could you imagine being... So there was like, collusion in this haircutting case? <laughs> okay. Could you imagine being like the school board and got these two idiots that cut these little girl's hair? For for what? Why are you cutting people's hair? I'd be so pissed. The lawsuit was filed Tuesday in federal court in Grand Rapids against Mount Pleasant Public Schools, MLive.com reported. It alleges that the biracial girl's constitutional rights were violated, racial discrimination, ethnic intimidation, intentional infliction of emotional distress, and assault and battery. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Wasn't that a thing in grade school? Yeah. Like, we had to have our hair above our eyebrows. I swear to God, I had somebody threaten to take scissors and just cut mine. <laughs> so how is that it's, different? It's, how is that any different? Definitely high school. Now, there is a debate to be made. Okay, if this is like a public school, yeah, don't touch my, my you know, my kid's hair. Yeah. You know, but if you choose to go to like a private school. With a dress code. With a dress code and you sign the contract saying your kid has to look like this. Eh, that's kind of hard to, eh, you know. Yeah. Did it say what kind of school this was? It is Gnard Elementary. I don't know. So whenever that is, uh, I'm assuming it's a public school. Now I'm not sure. What I want to know is what was the problem? Because it sounds like three people were involved in this case. So somebody recognized (laughs) a problem with the hair, was like, we have to do something about it. Got with the other adults in the room, and the solution was we have to take her and cut her hair. (laughs) Like how do how do three adults land on this? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna or two adults or however many. Jimmy Hoffmeyer, who was black and white said that in March that his daughter arrived from Ganeard Elementary with much of the hair on one side of her head cut. Journey said a classmate used scissors to cut her hair on a school bus. Hoffmeyer told the Associated Press in April. Two days after the bus incident and after complaining to the principal and having Journey's hair styled in a salon with a asymmetrical cut to make the differing lengths less obvious, Journey arrived home with the hair on the other side cut. I asked what happened and I thought I told you no child should ever cut your hair, Hoffmeyer said at the time. She said, but dad, it was the teacher. The teacher cut her hair to even it out. So... Journey's mother is white. Hoffmeyer said the girl who cut Journey's hair and the teacher who cut it are white. This is ridiculous. The district failed to properly train, monitor, direct, discipline, and supervise their employees and knew or should have known that the employees would engage in the complaint of behavior given the improper training, customs, procedures, and policies and the lack of discipline that existed for employees, according to the lawsuit. We keep sending our kids to these schools. <laughs> like This is what our taxes are paying for, people. You're, you know what? You're, you're paying tax and you're paying for a damn 
shitty haircut. That's what you're paying for. Well, I mean, these teachers have these college educations that doesn't teach them how to actually critically think at all. I mean, how are you just gonna how are you just gonna touch <laughs> someone's how head? How do they decide how, on how this? You gonna that touch, doesn't... You're not supposed to touch the kids. All right, we're not supposed to like. Come on now, don't cut yeah, people's hair. It's I not don't... that. It's not that hard. <laughs> Send them home with a note. Give them a hat. My word. Yeah. You could come up with something. Call the parent. Like, hey, <laughs> cutting the kids. <laughs> I don't know. What an idiot. I don't know what kind of world we live in anymore. Yeah. What you got? Anyways, my first one. Are you done with that one? Yep, that's all. Uh, this one's from my favorite odd news. Two escaped zebras captured after wandering into Wisconsin Road. <laughs> oh, God. Sheriff deputies in Wisconsin responded to an unusual situation when multiple 911 callers reported a pair of loose zebras walking down the middle of a road. Hmm. The Outagami County Sheriff's Office said... The two zebras were rounded up after being spotted in a Seymour area road. David Hopt, I think that's how it's pronounced, (laughs) H-A-U-P-T. Okay. David Hopt, one of the 911 callers, captured video when he spotted the two African equines walking down the middle of the road just outside the city. They were off in the distance. As I got closer, they looked like horses. And I got closer, and I happened to be talking to somebody on my headset, and I'm like, I think I see a zebra. And they were like, no way. And I'm like... Nope, those are zebras, Hopped told WBAY-TV, and that's out of Wisconsin. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Hopped said the zebras appeared to be friendly when he got out of his vehicle and guided them off the road to a nearby open field. So this David Hopped guy got out of his car and was like, i got to take it upon myself to solve this problem. (laughs) Now, this is just a 911 caller. This isn't like somebody official or anything. It's just some guy. Sure. So he says that he guided them off off the road into into an open field. Nice. Deputies soon arrived on the scene. Well, it's not the first exotic animal call we've ever gotten. Every once in a while, you get something different. But yeah, having a garbage truck driver call you and say, well, there's two zebras on the road is a bit unusual. Sheriff Sergeant Nathan Borman said, the sheriff's office said the zebras belonged to a nearby resident. The owner arrived on the scene and was able to escort the animals home, the sheriff's office said. <laughs> so somebody out there owns zebras in oh my God. Wisconsin. And apparently this isn't the, this isn't the biggest zebra escape recently. Last week in Maryland, there was a larger zebra escape somewhere. A larger? And I guess some of the zebras are still on the loose in Maryland. So if you're in Maryland and you see a zebra. No shit. I think that we should dispatch David Hopped out there to Maryland. Well, this guy obviously knows how to control zebras. <laughs> Apparently he does. <laughs> That's, that's all I got with that one. We got the, the zebra whisperer over here. Shit, he might be. Anyways, that's a dumb story, but that's all I got for that one. Now, Pat, my next news story. This could possibly be aliens. I want to get your opinion. Okay. This is from earthlymission.com. This is the headline. A 10-ton whale was found in the Amazon rainforest, and scientists are baffled. A 36-foot-long whale, yes, a whale, was discovered in Brazil's remote jungle, miles from its natural habitat, when scavenging vultures alerted local officials with their Screeching. So no news that the Amazon rainforest teams with life. But one recent discovery left seasoned wildlife experts and biologists baffled. In the undergrowth of Brazil's Marajo Island, they found nothing less than a carcass of a 10-ton humpback whale. Preliminary theories suggest that the whale was washed ashore during a storm or that was already dead when rising tides carried it on land. However, scientists are confused as to how it managed to travel so far inland or why it was swimming off the Marajo coast at all. That's really weird. Yeah. My question is, how far 
away from the ocean is this area? Uh, Did it say anything about that? Yeah, I'm going to get into it right here. Okay, sounds good. Marine specialist Bico Diagua examined the carcass with preliminary assessments, suggesting that the young whale died a couple of days before being found some 50 feet from the shore. Project leader Renata Eamon is captivated by the mammal's discovery and intrigued about its journey. We still are not sure how it landed here, and we're guessing that the creature was floating close to the shore and the tide, which has been pretty considerable over the past few days, picked it up and threw it inland into the mangrove, she noted. But 50 feet's pretty far. Usually, like, in, yeah, in, well, in an animal that big, usually, like, the waves are just coming up to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, when you see those videos or, or pictures or whatever, usually they don't make it 50 feet inland. It's pretty far. Oh, I wouldn't say that's that far. You don't think? Because it could be buoyant. Like, you know how an animal dies and it fills up with those gases? That creates buoyancy. Yeah, but if these biologists and and experts, quote-unquote, I guess They don't know what the say. hell they're talking about. None they're these guys baffled. I don't know. It could be aliens. Along with the astonishing feat, we are baffled as to what a humpback whale is doing on the north coast of Brazil during February because this is a very unusual occurrence. Humpback whales are typically found in late summer and fall seasons, yet much farther south. They only venture north to the mouth of the Amazon River on very rare occasions. Eamon suggested that the young animal was separated from its mother, but the cause of death is still unknown. Depending on the state of the decomposition, some information may have already been lost. We are collecting as much information as we can get and identifying marks and wounds on its body to see if it was caught by a net or hit by a boat. So, I don't know. You like So how to, far to, inland to, did this end up? They only said like 50 feet. 50 feet isn't that significant. I think it is, though. because I mean, it's in the mangroves and shit. Like, how did it get... Like, it had to be found. It wasn't, like, lying on the beach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... I don't know. Usually when something like this happens, it's pretty explainable. These people have they have no way to explain how this whale got there, apparently. Yeah, well... All they can figure is the tide, but if, they, but if they're uncertain that the tide would take it in that far, it's got to mean something. These people probably went to the same school that those teachers did in the other news story. <laughs> sure. Because there isn't a lot of critical thinking going on. I'm not going to sound like I know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about either. Shit, I have no clue. <laughs> you know who does is... Uh, Tim. Tim probably does. We'll have to see what he says about that, but... George Costanza from uh, Seinfeld. He claimed to be a marine biologist in one episode. <laughs> and there was a beached whale on a beach. And he was like trying to impress a girl he went to high school with about marine biology. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and they were walking down the beach. And sure enough, there's a beached whale. And there's a big crowd gathered around. And they're like, is anybody out there a marine biologist? <laughs> and obviously, George had been pretending to be a marine biologist the entire date. So he's like, George, you have to go save the whale. That's so funny. And he, eventually, he goes out there. <laughs> <laughs> and he like climbs up on top of the thing and he's looking and like he gets out something was in the blowhole so he reached down and he pulled it out and it was a golf ball <laughs> and what's funny is Kramer had been out earlier with a bucket of Titleist hitting golf balls into the ocean oh my god and Seinfeld's great he pulls out the golf ball and Kramer's like is that a Titleist and George just nods his head and then Kramer goes guess that's our hole in one." Oh my god it's pretty great but that's, that's my funny that we need George Costanz on the scene to solve this problem I think yeah we definitely do Anyways, is that all you got with that one? Is there any more? That's all I got. Okay, I've got one more. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. This one was sent in by a listener, and this one, it's a very short news story, but I think it's kind of funny. I think there could be there could be some shenanigans going on with this one. This comes from Fox17 
Magazine.com out of Hart, Michigan, which I looked at the map. This is about the farthest west that the lower peninsula of Michigan goes. So we're talking on the coast of Lake Michigan, about probably a little bit farther than halfway up the lower peninsula. You know how Michigan kind of juts out a little bit? Mm-hmm. It's like about as far west as you can go on the lower peninsula. Okay. So it's not terribly far from here, but it's on the shore of Lake Michigan. Sure. But the geography of this area, it's like basically, like, you know what a lagoon is where it's like a lake like right off the, mm-hmm. the bigger body of water. It's basically a lake or a lagoon is what we're going to be talking about here. And it says, human jawbone may be ancient found in Michigan Lake. Mm. A human jawbone with more than a dozen teeth has been discovered in Silver Lake in Michigan's northern lower peninsula. Oceana County Sheriff Craig Mast says the bone looks very old, maybe even ancient. The jawbone was found Sunday when someone stepped on it while removing a dock from Silver Lake. It has been sent to anthropologists at Michigan State University for analysis. No other bones were found. The county has some missing persons cases, but the sheriff says the age of the jawbone probably doesn't fit the investigation. So they found this jawbone and the sheriff was like this looks ancient to me let's send it to michigan (laughs) state university jesus now the first problem is this fox 17 that article i read word for word from fox 17 that was the one of the choppiest little news articles i've ever read <laughs> like the county has some missing persons cases was an entire paragraph on that article <laughs> and then you're not supposed to start a sentence with the word but <laughs> but they do that in this who is the journalist it was listed as ap oh my god which that sounds about right yeah so first of all this kind of sounds sketchy to me because they found just a jawbone but it's got over a dozen teeth so i think you have like 14 teeth on either side or something like that so 28 total or 32 total mm-hmm. i guess 32 probably if you have your wisdom teeth so this jawbone has most of its teeth yet this guy determined that it's ancient now they, they only found the jawbone some asshole was out there in the lake stepped on it oh shit it's a jawbone are, are we sure it's human yes like it's human yes. okay so you're thinking this was an alien experiment and they like it's possible they left the jawbone behind it is possible, but I can't figure out, I'm trying to figure out this guy, how many jawbones does this guy pull out of water to immediately make the declaration? Yeah, that how it's does he ancient... know how old it is? <laughs> exactly. I can't. Can he gar- carbon date by sight? Maybe, maybe he's got that power. <laughs> maybe, but maybe they, he's the alien. They've got missing persons cases out there. Yeah, and, he's <laughs> a sh- and he's a sheriff? Yeah. Who, this... And the sheriff just doesn't think foul play immediately? He just thinks, oh, this so... thing's ancient. Yes. Are you kidding me? That's what I can't figure out. About. He wanted to go home and I, I looked at the map and this lake like literally sits right off of lake michigan in between lake michigan and this silver lake are just like dunes it's like a dune okay it's like straight out of tatooine or sure arrakis it's literally just like like dunes so you got lake michigan dunes this lake and it's not like a very like remote area it's just right yeah and it's not be. a huge lake it could have been five years old how the hell would he know and he's just like nope this is, <laughs> this is ancient i'll tell you this guy was at the end of his shift he was oh this is the county sheriff they don't have shifts They're, you're always on call oh oh okay but he's still making oh, the what? call oh my gosh but nope idiot. this isn't had doesn't have anything to do with any of our missing persons cases so that's all i got with that, <laughs> that one, I just that think one? that's 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 weird i that's just funny. think it's funny that they were just like hopefully they find out whose jaw it is yeah but well they yeah. were just like oh it's a human jawbone i mean that's a human remain that's a, that's a big deal that's a significant thing yeah <laughs> this guy just like nope nope <laughs> it's ancient <laughs> 
I, I don't know. And the journalism on that article was spotty. Well, that one was sent in from a listener, so. That's funny. Anyways. That's hilarious. Thank you, yes. whoever that was. Yes. Anyways, are we on to the main topic? Do you have any more That's all. That's all I got for news stories. Okay. Let's get into it. What's our main topic today, sir? So, we're going to be going over some, some of the dumbest laws that are in the country. In the country? I did some outside of the country, too. Oh, that's cool. It doesn't, I, yeah, I guess that doesn't matter. Because there's some... Now, when I when I looked a lot of these up, I realized we truly aren't living in a free country. No. <laughs> and uh, some of these sound ridiculous, but they're all legit. Because yeah. I, I looked a couple up just to make sure they weren't they weren't fake. And they're all pretty real. It's pretty it's pretty funny. Yeah, pretty and I got, I've got i got a bunch written down. Yeah. Uh, do you want to get started, or do you want me to jump in? Sure, I can get started. This is actually kind of crazy. In West Virginia in 1931, West Virginia passed a law banning lewd and lascivious cohabitation and conduct before marriage. The law wasn't repealed until 2010. <laughs> <laughs> so you literally couldn't do what you wanted to do in the bedroom before you were married in West Virginia until 2010. You know, it's almost heaven down there. I mean, that's, you know, what are you, whatever you believe in, the government shouldn't be telling <laughs> yeah. you what you can and cannot do in, in your bedroom. Agreed. That's messed Agreed. up. So that's a pretty dumb law. At least it was repealed, yeah. but it took a long time for that to be repealed. 2010? Yeah. Now, I can't imagine that was being enforced. It, definitely not, but do you imagine you're just, yeah. you're just in your room with your girl and then the, the cops just barge in and come and do arrest you? Well, I've got an even worse one. Yeah, go ahead. This one's out of the UK. I, I did a bunch from the UK before I uh, jumped into the American ones. Sure. But, and we do have listeners in the UK, by the way, and we thank them for tuning in. But they've got some they've got some shitty laws out there. Sure. In the UK, and this is still an actual law, it is illegal to allow your pet to mate with a pet from the royal household. <laughs> And this crime was punishable by death until, <laughs> oh my, until 1965. Jesus. And the only reason why it's not punishable by death anymore is because they got rid of the death penalty. Oh, my God. So if you're some poor bloke out there and you got your puppy sniffing around the royal <laughs> whatever, you're in trouble. That's absolutely hilarious. Yeah, that one's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, in the UK, it is illegal to import potatoes from Poland. <laughs> why? Apparently, there is there actually was a reason why. it. Uh, there was a problem with Polish potatoes getting infested with something. Okay. And they just never took the law off the books. And here we go. In England and Wales, it is illegal to be drunk and in charge of cattle. <laughs> Now, this is kind of a precursor to the drunk driving laws. Sure. Where you couldn't, like, be, like, driving the cattle, like, on the wagon. Right. Whatever. Whether you're drunk. And you're looking at double jeopardy if you do that during the day in a municipality. Because it is illegal to walk cows down the street in daylight within, like, a city limits. And that's across the country. No shit. There's different rules for, like, the municipality and the country. Like, you know how it's, like, urban and rural. Yeah. So you can't walk a cow down the street between the hours of 10 a.m. and 7 p.m in the city in the UK. And that is still on the books. That's kind of ridiculous. All right, you got any more? Yeah, I got quite a few. So it's kind of crazy. Speaking about being drunk, according to the Alaska State Legislator, statute says an intoxicated person may not knowingly enter or camp out where alcohol is sold. In 2012, police in Anchorage, Alaska started enforcing the law by sending plainclothes officers into bars to identify excessively drunk people and arrest suspects. So once you're drunk, <laughs> you better get the hell out of there. Yep, shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's absolutely ridiculous. That's funny. They'd be hell where we live. They'll be arresting half the city. Half the city. <laughs> yeah, you can't walk into a bar without some drunk guy slobbering on you, basically. Literally. Uh, this one's kind of ridiculous. In Cambridge, Massachusetts, uh, you are required to pay a fifty dollar permit to play soccer in a park on Sunday. I saw that one. Yeah, that one's ridiculous. So now, some people, you know, it's your only damn day off, and if your hobby is soccer, unless you have fifty bucks, you're not you're going. Shit out you're, of luck. you're shit out of luck to play at a park on Sunday. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Oh, this is in the Tennessee Constitution. I think this is a law in Kentucky as well. According to the Tennessee Constitution, it yeah. it is illegal to hold public office if a person does any of the following: fight a duel, or knowingly be the bearer of a challenge to fight a duel, or send or accept a challenge for that purpose, or be an aider or a better in fighting a duel. Yes. <laughs> I had that one down as well. That one's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so, like, I understand some of these are probably really old, and they just never did anything about them. But, but it's still on it's the books. it's absolutely hilarious. Could you imagine, like, digging through, like, the histories of some of these, like, legislators, and you're like, oh, shit, back in 1962, this guy... Fought a duel. Fought a duel. He couldn't <laughs> run. Uh so funny. All right, I got one more from the UK real quick that I think is funny. Sure. And I got most of these from BuzzFeed for the UK at least. And this one could apply to your one of your news stories. When a whale or sturgeon becomes beached, it must be offered up to the reigning Monarch. Mm. Well, that's royal privilege if you if I've ever heard of it. Yeah, no shit. Like, could you imagine just walking around on the, on the beach? You're like, oh shit, there's a beached whale. Nope, nope, nope. Can't touch it. Call the queen. <laughs> Get off. She has up to she the has the privileges for... to the to the whale. How did that become a? That has to be some thousand year old law that just never got taken off the books. Pro- probably some tyrant that wanted to claim everything for him or herself. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, what else you got? California. A frog that dies during a frog jumping contest cannot be eaten and must be destroyed as soon as possible. <laughs> I gotta have this one down there too. <laughs> uh, this Helco likely made its way into the books to protect competitors at the Calveras County Fair in Frog Jumping Jubilee. Decades old tradition in the gold mining town of Angels Camp. Of Angels Camp. Tourists and jockeys compete to see how far their jo- frogs can leap. So that's pretty funny. But if the frog dies, it has to be destroyed immediately. Yeah. Because I, really? I, I guess some of them are poisonous, so uh, they, they don't want it to, they don't want it to get around somehow. I guess, but maybe. why do you gotta word it like that? Must be destroyed. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. That's dumb. Pretty funny. I got one along those lines, though. Sure. North Dakota has a law I agree with. No person, firm, or corporation shall exterminate pigeons or other harmful birds. I saw that. Without first obtaining a permit from the Fargo Health <laughs> Department. Now, this might be exclusive to Fargo, North Dakota, but I like this because, I mean, obviously, we're a big fan of pigeons on the show. Right. You know, definitely. racing pigeons and all that. Yes. Which episode was that? Five? Five or six. Five or six. Something. Something like that. But you can't kill a pigeon without a permit in Fargo, North Dakota. I like that. That's a good law. We could could make an amendment to the Constitution to have that in place. Anyways, what else you got? Florida. People who own bars, restaurants, and other places where liquor is sold may be fined up to $1,000 if they participate in or permit any contest of dwarf tossing. You know, that could have been the the domino that started the Wolf of Wall Street's downfall. Literally. they literally have a picture of the Wolf of Wall yeah. Street. <laughs> Florida outlawed tossing little people in 1989 after the bar actively caught on its southern parts of the state. Florida state legislator tried to repeal the law in 2011, but was unsuccessful. <laughs> 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 like, 
why would you want to throw a little person? I don't know. Unless they really wanted to be tossed. Well, I think you're, they're probably getting paid an awful lot. I'm Could sure. you imagine all these little people that just do shenanigans like this and probably get paid a lot? Yeah, to they do probably that? make so much money. They could be like living like kings. <laughs> like, oh, it's my one day of the month. I go get tossed by some some drunk guys. <laughs> they're gonna pay me thousands of dollars. For right. <laughs> my lord, it's funny. Okay, I got one. We're getting ready to do one. No, go ahead. Arkansas has legislation in place <laughs> to discourage the mispronunciation of Arkansas. <laughs> and we've talked about Arkansas before on the show. Yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas. Yeah. I don't, I don't, Arkansas is like that weird state that I forget about. Right. You definitely. Know? And I feel like if I were to go into the state and get pulled over, I'd be like, Arkansas. I just say it accidentally, not thinking about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. What's the punishment if you say it wrong? See, it says there's legislation in place to discourage the mispronunciation. It's not laws against mispronouncing it. It's basically you have to discourage people from mispronouncing the state's name. <laughs> That's what the law is. That's funny. Oh, that's dumb. What else you got? For over a century, New Mexico law stipulated that idiots were ineligible to vote. Yep. In 2016, the discriminatory, discriminatory language, which referred to mentally disabled people, was finally repealed. Yeah, that one's funny. I get it back then they called them idiots, but it, it's just funny because there's plenty of idiots that vote today, I guess. Yes, there definitely That are not mentally challenged. Well, agree. We could, we could get into that all day. Sure. Anyways... Kentucky has a ban on using reptiles in religious services. <laughs> I wonder what happened where something had to have happened where somebody got bit by a snake or something. I don't know. I think that one's funny, though. That's hilarious. Speaking of animals, bear wrestling <laughs> is illegal in Louisiana, and I think it's illegal in Alabama as well. Man, you when, cannot... when was that ever a thing? I guess there was a situation where people were having matches with bears, and they had to write the law on the books. You can't wrestle a bear. Maybe people were dying. Maybe. Anyways, what else you got? Oklahoma. Nosy people might want to be wise to avoid Oklahoma because it's illegal to eavesdrop. Yeah, I saw that one, too. Every person guilty of secretly loitering about any building with intent to overhear discourse therein and repeat or publish the same to vex, annoy, or injure others is guilty of a misdemeanor. You know, that one could have popped up on uh, Tiger King. Yeah. I feel like they were doing some eavesdropping on that show. I wonder if that was one of the charges that Joe Exotic got hit with, eavesdropping dropping <laughs> that's funny but i kind of agree with that one okay i've got one now this should be an amendment to the constitution as far as i'm concerned <laughs> now this law only exists apparently in scamania county in washington hmm. but this should be like the 20 i don't know how many amendments we have at this point but this should be like the 29th amendment the slaying of bigfoot is to be a felony and punishable <laughs> by five years in prison yes this law was passed in 1969 in scamania county in washington state and i agree with that one i agree with it too so if you're bigfoot and they have bigfoot classified as an endangered animal out there right so i agree with this one wholeheartedly this I, is a great... I always thought it, bigfoot was a species and there's just a very limited number of them out there yeah and <laughs> when you get the when you listen to these like wildlife experts try to break it down it's like they have an estimation as to the number of black bears that are out and it's like you never see a black bear but we know that there's like thousands of them out there right but you never see them you never find a body or anything exactly bigfoot would be a much smaller population number but it wouldn't 
it would still be a stable population if it's only got a thousand. Yeah, no overall. doubt. Because and then you think about other species as like wolverines. Yeah, they really don't have a population number on that because they just roam. Right. And one wolverine could cover thousands of or hundreds of miles, basically. Yeah, it's easily possible for Bigfoot to be real. So when you look at the statistics, I haven't seen a statistical argument against Bigfoot. And I think, and I think some, and I think some aren't really big. Some of them could just be like normal size. Well, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I don't think they're all you know huge. Yeah. You know what I mean? But in terms of these biologists trying to use statistics, biologists, a lot of these guys have no idea how statistics work in the first place or probability works in the first place. Sure. So I haven't seen a statistical argument that's convincing against Bigfoot. Me neither. And obviously in Washington and Skamania County, <laughs> they seem to agree with me on that one. So anyways, I got one from the state of Mississippi. Now this is a state with a lot of weird laws. Mississippi is the only state in the union without a statewide open container law. Are you following me? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to Meaning <laughs> you can technically drink and drive in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously you're still guilty of a DUI if your blood alcohol exceeds 0.08 and you get pulled over. Sure. However, as long as you can stay below that. You're good. You're good to go. <laughs> So you can like you can basically drink one beer if you're driving for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> now, granted, some cities and municipalities actually have an open container law on the book, but it's not a statewide thing. Sure. So if you're out in the country in Mississippi, grab a six pack, pop open a couple on the way home. I mean, yeah, I mean, have you ever yeah. thought about that? Like, you ever go to the store, like you you're going to get beer and you you're just like, crack Man, one open. <laughs> wouldn't that be great if I could just crack one open on the five right. minute drive home? <laughs> right. Like, I've never done that. I would never do that. But I mean, it makes sense because you you listen to like all like a bunch of country songs. Yeah, they always say they got a a beer in the in the in the in the council. Next exactly. Time. Yeah. So I think that's pretty. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty great. So in Chesapeake City, Virginia, if you were over the four, if you were over the age of fourteen years old, you were not allowed to trick or treat. I agree with that. I wasn't allowed to trick or treat after it, age fourteen. Adults involved in the trick or treating festivities must only be accompanying a child and not engaging in trick or treating themselves. However, the under 14s are not totally free from restrictions either. They will be subjected to an 8 p.m curfew which is that happens mostly everywhere yeah there but you go. damn like if you're just like if you're 15 you want you want trick-or-treat you're screwed in chesapeake virginia yeah it's kind of messed up no i wasn't allowed to trick-or-treat after age 14 so i don't see what the big deal is i wasn't allowed to my mom was like nope mm. you're gonna scare the kids <laughs> anyways in utah it is illegal to cause a catastrophe <laughs> i saw that one now there's not a whole lot of elaboration on that one, but <laughs> so such a weird way to describe something happening. Exactly. Catastrophe. Yeah. Like <laughs> and then in Florida it is illegal to sell your children. <laughs> I saw that one too, yeah. Which now we know why Casey Anthony did it. Yeah, no shit. Anyways, what else you got? This is my last one. In Texas, marriages by proxy are perfectly legal. In other words, if you have a legitimate reason for absence, like military service, you can send somebody in your place to get married for you, as long as you have the right documentation. That sounds like a great job for me. I'll be, I'll be the <laughs> proxy groom. Do you imagine? <laughs> it's like when Paige and I get married and I can't be there. Paige, I gotta send Pat in my stuff. Oh, God. That would knock over well. <laughs> be ridiculous that's ridiculous like who would do that who would do that there's gotta be like somebody that like does this like professionally like, handles the documentation for this like a proxy wedding agent or something right or a proxy wedding planner can't you... be can't be a field very high in demand though my I, word i don't know that's hilarious that's hilarious okay i've got a few more i want to knock out real quick sure in new jersey you can't pump your own yes <laughs> 
And I'm not going to lie, I kind of see these laws starting to make a comeback, the no pump in your own gas law. I was on YouTube and I saw a video of a girl at the gas pump that somehow filled up her entire car with diesel. Oh my God. <laughs> and it's like, it says diesel like right on the handle. It's different colored. Everything is different. Right. She's just like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> That's I thought that was funny. And then uh, in the state of Oregon, a car door may not be left open for longer than necessary. Okay. So. That's funny. Keep that in mind if you're in Oregon. Yeah. Now, the state of New York found itself in an awkward situation during the coronavirus pandemic. The state had on its books a law stating it is illegal for a group of people to wear masks in public. Yeah. (laughs) So, no wonder Cuomo had to resign. No shit. With laws like that on the books. And then... In Connecticut, pickles must bounce. I saw that. And I, I did some research on that one, and you probably saw the same thing. Basically, in 1948, there was a problem with phony pickles or <laughs> or something, and the Food and Drug Commissioner declared that real pickles should bounce if they're good enough quality for human consumption. I've never tried. Never tried to I've bounce I've never tried to bounce a pickle either. Do you like pickles? Yeah, I love pickles. Yeah, pickles are pretty good. Dude, we were at Cedar Point uh, over Labor Day. Yeah. And we got a pickle for one of the stands. That was literally the best pickle I've ever put in my mouth. I don't know what they did to it. Did you pay $12 for it? I think it was like 6 but. (laughs) Okay, well, if it was that good. (laughs) It was, I mean, I expected it, but it was absolutely fantastic. There you go. In Massachusetts, it is illegal to dance to the national anthem. (laughs) Did you see that one? Uh Uh-uh. And then my last one, this one is in France. Okay, in this little town in France, it is legal to die within the village unless you own a burial plot within the city. So you gotta have your burial plot already bought. Yes. Paid for. And if you die there, you're fucked. So what do they do when if you don't have it? It's over. Where do you, what do they do with your body? They said you're gonna be punished harshly. All right. That's what they said. That's what the law says. What are they gonna do? They're gonna like just spank your dead body, mutilate your corpse. Do? I don't know. <laughs> it says that you're you're gonna put be in trouble it, if you put, die. Put you in a cell. I don't know how they enforce any of this. I wonder how many times this problem. This, obviously, a problem had to have popped up where they decided to put this law in the books. I wonder how many times it's happened since the law has been written. Right. Anyways, I know. Well, I'm. I'm not allowed to go to France anyways, but hmm. I'm definitely not going now because of that law. Right. Anyways, you got anything else? That's uh, that's all I have. I got one little dumb thing. Sure. Okay, now this one I thought about talking about on the, on the hoax episode. Hmm. This is kind of one of the dumbest things I've ever seen. Are you familiar with how China has, like, counterfeit goods out there a lot? Sure. Because there really aren't copyright laws in China, and there really aren't a lot of regulations that keep rogue manufacturers from making and trying to sell whatever they want to. And I guess toys are a product that China, I mean, China China makes a lot of toys anyways, but there's a lot of counterfeit toys out there in the Chinese market. So there's an action figure pack that is circulated online that I think is fucking hilarious. Now you've heard of the Avengers from Marvel and you've heard of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. This is the Sense of Right Alliance. This is, a, this is an action figure pack that was on shelves in China. Now you might wonder, well, who is included in the Sense of Right Alliance? Because it is all characters that you're familiar with. Spider-Man, Batman and Superman are all members of the Sense of Right Alliance. Okay. So those are some pretty solid superheroes right there. Sure. Shrek is also a (laughs) member of the Sense of Right Alliance. Okay. The Blue Power Ranger is a member of the Sense of Right (laughs) Alliance. And the squad is rounded out with Lightning McQueen (laughs) from Cars. So you got Uh, Spider-Man, Superman, Batman, (laughs) Shrek, the Blue Power Ranger. 
<laughs> and Lightning McQueen. That is fantastic. I guess you can't really find it anymore. Like it, it, it sold out, and you can't find the Sense of Right Alliance pack anymore. And there are other versions with other characters. And on the box, it has the Red Power Ranger, and it has Mister Incredible on the box as well. Although Mister Incredible doesn't come in the pack. It's just the six of them. So could you imagine sitting down and trying to come up with this? Now, what happened was they were trying to come up with Justice League, but they were trying to use different synonyms. If you Google Justice and the Thesaurus, Sense of Right is going to come up pretty quickly. Okay. And League Alliance is going to come up pretty quickly. So they just typed it into the Thesaurus. <laughs> it came up with oh the Sense God. of Right Alliance. That is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> now how Shrek got into this, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and Lightning McQueen. <laughs> but that's all I got with that. That one's that's absolutely hilarious. Dumb as hell. That was like, that was hilarious. If, I always wanted to talk about that. If you were being like kidnapped or somebody, that's the group I would want to come rescue me. The Sense of Right Alliance. Yes. I mean, it's a pretty dynamic group because Batman and Superman are pretty good. Yeah, it's not bad. Spider Man's kind of your. It's pretty diverse. And then they have transportation. Yeah. They have Lightning McQueen. Lightning McQueen, the Blue Power Ranger. I mean, you can never go wrong with the Power Ranger, I guess. I guess. And Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. I wonder if they thought Shrek was the Hulk and they got him mixed up. That's possible, yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Shrek was strong, though. He was. I don't know if he's as strong as the Hulk, though. Probably not. I'm not really into superheroes. I don't know a whole lot about them, so. Me neither. Anyways, that's a sense of right alliance. I thought that was pretty funny. Do you got anything else for this this episode? Yeah, it's kind of dumb, but I just kind of wanted to tell you about it. Sure. Uh, Have you ever had a paper cut? All the time. I almost got one before I came here. Dude, I had, so I got a paper cut last week. On, like, Monday. And, uh, no, no, I actually got it when I got home from our 9-11 episode. Oh, okay. I had my papers. Sure. And I was putting them away, and I they cut my finger. That right, sucks. It was right here, okay? Oh. The worst spot ever, right? Yep. I've had a lot of physical pain in my life. Cracked my head open twice. I've broken my leg, surgeries, yada, yada, yada. Kept rolling your ankle. Yeah, I've sprained both my ankles. Rosebush. Yeah, that was rough. Then you, like, dislocate your finger or something? Yes, I've dislocated fingers. I, like, I've I've had some physical problems, right? Yes. Nothing matched this paper cut. Oh, my God. And it took, normally paper cuts take, like, maybe a day or two to heal. Sure. This just got, it's actually not fully 100% healed, but it's pretty much healed. It took, it took almost a week. To, to, to heal this. Did it still hurt? Yeah. How long did it, it hurt? Up until like yesterday. Oh my God. That's and, terrible. And I had to work and where we work, you use your fingers a lot, yeah. especially where yeah. I work. Yeah. So I was, it was literally being aggravated all day, every day at work. Yeah, you get some of that wrap. Ah, oh, dude, it was terrible. You ever get that wrap? That like weird, it looks like, like an ace bandage wrap, but you know what yeah. they put on their fingers? Yeah, that, that works good. I, yeah. I couldn't find my liquid band-aid. It's usually what I use. Oh, there you go. I like liquid band-aid. Yeah. But damn, man, that paper Cut was rough. So I would just put some duct tape on it. It's terrible. I, I usually use ele- electrical tape. You know, I know about all about finger injuries, like that one time where I dropped my bag coming into the studio. Oh yeah, that was rough. I, I show up to the door and I got a bloody finger. I'm like, <laughs> Hopefully you can help with this, that or else I gotta go home. Yeah, that was bad. That was rough. I'm trying to think. So that's like the worst pain. I mean, I exaggerated a little bit, but it was bad, man. Yeah. Like paper cuts. Paper cuts are so they hurt so bad, but they're so minute. Like because they're always in the worst spot. Yeah. Like definitely. the ones between your fingers. Oh my god! Yeah, those that's are the rough. worst. Those are rough. That is the worst. See, I've got mostly calluses, like so, even like soft calluses. I got calluses all over my sure. hands, so that helps a little bit. The worst pain though for me was after I got my wisdom teeth taken out. Now the cut, the incision itself, I had no problem with. Yeah, my dentist is also an oral surgeon, which is kind of weird to think about. Sure, but he's got this special technique that they that they teach at one university, and he claims it's like the best technique ever. Sure, and he says he's like as long as you keep it clean and you brush your teeth well 
after the fact and you're very careful, it's going to heal up really quickly. And when I showed up, he said that mine, I, I was the best patient he ever had when I showed up for my checkup afterwards. Sure. So the cut itself didn't bother me at all. Like I had no pain from that. But when you take wisdom teeth out, your the rest of your jaw kind of readjusts. Yep. That was the worst pain. Yeah. Was the teeth just shifting around. Yeah. And it was just constant and it wouldn't go away. Sure. Like I had the painkillers. That didn't help. Like, yeah. That was just. Yeah, dude. I, I waited a long time to get my wisdom teeth out. So I didn't have much pain. Sure. Yeah. Teeth, but yeah. Definitely the worst pain I ever had in my life was my leg, though. Probably. For sure. yeah. After surgery. When it actually broke, I didn't really feel it. Well, you were probably in shock. Or... Yeah, I was definitely in shock. And I was very disoriented because I hit my head. Yeah. So. Well. But yeah, that was fun. But yeah, dude. Paper cut, man. <laughs> so so underrated when it comes to pain, man. I agree. I you. understand. Because you don't get, like, I, at least I don't, I don't get paper cuts very often. Yeah. Me and neither. They're the most nagging little shits ever. Yeah. You. Definitely. And then I got one more thing real quick before we got here. Sure. Uh, have you ever read The Hobbit by J.R.R. Tolkien? Yes. It's been a while, but I have read it. I, I have young. never read it. I was pretty young. I've I never read it. read it, and I could never get past the first chapter. I always got bored. It's rough. I started it up this week, and I'm honestly the guy like enjoying the hell out of this book right now. It's rough. It's kind of a rough read, but it's good. Yeah. Um, To the point where he's just about to meet Gollum, okay. Bilbo. Yeah. And I'm like, where's this book been my entire life? <laughs> it is a little bit different, because I'm expecting it to be more like The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Middle Earth feels like a different world almost in The Hobbit as opposed to Lord of the Rings. Like It feels like it's a little bit more like a fantasy world. Sure. Where Lord of the Rings feels like it's a little bit more of a history. Sure. You know, you kind of see what I'm saying? Yeah. Bit. The beginning of the first book is really history shit. Yeah. It's annoying. See, I kind of like that kind of stuff, though. I like it. It's just... Um, I think I think Tolkien is like one of the greatest authors authors ever. Yes. If not the best. Yeah, I agree with that. But he is just uber detailed. Like he is so detailed. Yeah. It's unreal. The thing with him though is he was writing for his own personal satisfaction more than he was trying to write a book that would be commercially successful. Yeah, definitely. It just happened to be commercially successful what he did. Right. But he was interested in the languages and building the world up around the languages and all yeah. that. I wanna re- so. I wanna read the similarian. Similarity. Yeah, I've got that. I've decided I'm going to read The Hobbit, and at this point, I feel like I'm going to get done with it pretty quickly. Because I think that book teaches you how it like kind of shows you how to speak in Elvish. Yes, the language he one of the language languages he created. Yes, it does, or it's something about that. And you can get other books too. And I'm gonna I'm gonna read through them all. Or I or it might or it has like an index to a lot of the words. It yeah, has like a what you call it? Uh, whatever. It's like an index. basically. Yeah, basically. Anyways, I'm excited. I'm reading The Hobbit. Nice. I'm going to read The Fellowship. I've already read The Fellowship once but i'm gonna read that again i was listening to it and I, I stopped i gotta you need a good to it. you need a good narrator for that it's eh. It's hard finding one, but... But the book itself is, to me, it's enjoyable. It's a it grind. Is. It is a slow grind. It is. But I like it. And The Hobbit is pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. It is. I'm enjoying it. <laughs> so anyways, that's all I got. That's all I got to talk about in this. It's going to be a little bit shorter of an episode. Yeah, it's all right. We have to come up with a with a supersized topic for next next week. Definitely. Anyways, uh, please tweet us at 30inla. Please check us out on Facebook. Please check us out on... Twitter. Twitter. Xbox Live. We don't get any action on Xbox Live. Yeah, not really. I did make a Netflix account with 430... <laughs> <laughs> just I needed I wanted a fourth account because I'm trying to like I watch a lot of stuff like a long time ago that I want I want to rewatch I don't want to be stuck in the middle or right. if I started a series and I didn't finish it I want to restart from where I'm at I don't want to, have to skip through all the shit right so I, I just added the fourth profile to my <laughs> good idea so I got one for Timothy I got one for my parents and I got two for myself nice so. good idea anyways that's all I got that's all I got all right uh thank you guys for listening peace marine specialist Pico do agua. No, I'm sorry. Ca de agua. I think that's how you say that. Yeah, D.
hyphen A G U A. Diagua? Diagua. Is that right? A G U A? Yeah. Agua? Diagua? Agua? 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 Bico di Agua? Agua? I don't think it matters okay. at this point. Whatever you want to go with, I think. Okay. Bico do Agua. Di. De Agua. I'm just going to say that. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> Marine Specialist Bico de Agua. A human jawbone with more than a dozen teeth has been discovered in Silver Lake in Michigan's northern... Cot. I'm just going to restart that. I'm sorry. Sure. Human jawbone may be ancient. Fuck. That's not where I want to, meant to start. <laughs> A human jawbone. <laughs> Dude, I am so bad at waking up. Like, I can't even see what I'm talking about right now. This one is in France. In Sarpering. I don't know how to pronounce that. S A R P O U R E N X, which would be like Sarpering. <laughs> sure. Sar. Sar. Let's just skip the damn. <laughs> <laughs> I am so fucking tired. I, know, I don't man. know how I'm going to make it through work tonight. Me too, man. In Sarpru. <laughs> okay, in this little town in France. I thought this was going to be our worst episode because I'm so fucking tired. I know, man. Me too. It's been rough. 